welcome to the ID Talk podcast. My name is Peter Counter, and I am the editor in chief of Fine Biometrics, where we are celebrating our 18th annual year in review event. A comprehensive analysis of the state of biometrics and digital identity, featuring interviews, industry survey data from over 900 respondents, featured articles, and of course, special episodes of the ID Talk podcast. That's why, on this special Year in Review episode of ID Talk, I am pleased to present Fine Biometrics and Mobile ID World founder Peter O'Neill in conversation with Bob Eckel, CEO of AWARE. The conversation begins with a look back on 2020, how AWARE handled the rapid pivot to contactless biometrics sparked by the pandemic, and how public perception of digital identity has changed over the past 12 months, before turning to topics of liveness, mobility, and multimodality. The conversation concludes with a look ahead at 2021 and beyond, what opportunities we can expect to emerge, and a sneak peek at what's next for AWARE. Bob is one of the leading experts in biometrics, and I am delighted to have him back on the podcast. So without further ado, here is AWARE CEO Bob Eckel, right here on ID Talk. Welcome to the ID Talk podcast. My name is Peter O'Neill, and I am the president of Fine Biometrics and Mobile ID World. And I am very pleased to welcome our guest today, Bob Eckel, who is the president and CEO at AWARE. Welcome, Bob. Hey, good afternoon, Peter. And I'd like to start off our conversation today by looking back on what's been a very intense and dramatic year in biometrics and in all industry. With the COVID uh, pandemic, we, we saw an immediate shift in, in public perception around things like hygiene and authentication. How did the rapid pivot to favoring contactless biometrics like face and speaker recognition affect AWARE? Well, Peter, that's a, that's a great question. It certainly has been intense and a dramatic year. For AWARE, the pivot to favoring contactless biometrics has opened the door for new opportunities. We've been investing in developing our contactless biometric technology uh, modalities for years, you know, both face and voice and finger and iris. But our offerings in those areas are able to address the uptick in the interest. So we focused on face and voice. It's in our NOMI solution. And you can address the need for a system that's low friction but it's high security and convenient. So depending on the environment or the requirements, you can even fuse the voice together, speaker recognition together with the face recognition for greater security. So all in all, I mean, the trend towards contactless biometrics is a trend that we anticipate being here to stay. So we continue to improve our offerings and find more ways to help our customers bring biometrics to life. And it's important that we address um, this need and we, we see it. Uh, not going away. Well, and, and, and we know uh, thanks to our ongoing year in review survey, and we're doing our 18th annual, my gosh, I can't believe it's been that many years, that many of the dominant biometric trends in 2020, such as digital transformation, the rise of remote onboarding, a preference for frictionless transactions, and the demand for liveness detection, they were all well underway in previous years, but one trend that caught everybody off guard uh, that was truly unique for 2020 was facial recognition technologies and the need to account for wearing face masks. 
Um, what were the biggest challenges in accommodating pandemic safety measures and how did AWARE overcome them? Another good question. Our first challenge was dealing with the temporary closure of our office and enabling our team to be able to work remotely and effectively and securely. So this was a challenge that hadn't been done before at AWARE and I imagine uh, probably at other places it hasn't done either at the time. But thankfully there was a planned IT infrastructure upgrade that was planned to be complete in first quarter of 2020 to improve security as well as secure access capability. So then once we had that in place, it was a matter of ensuring that everyone had the right equipment, network security protocol, and processes to work from home. So based on what we did, we were able to successfully transition to a fully remote workforce within one week of our March office shutdown, which was truly amazing. And we were able to continue effectively so then that allowed us to address the topic of your question, uh, which is incorporating pandemic safety measures into our offerings. The biggest measure was certainly the need for people to wear masks. As you can imagine, wearing a face covering of any kind doesn't historically mesh with effective facial recognition. So what we did was we allocated some of our team to focus specifically on solving the issues presented by face masks being the norm, clear objective to ensure the integrity of the performance relative to effectiveness in both false positives and false negatives and not lose the effectiveness in situations where you didn't have a mask on. So after some great work, we are able to reach that objective and have introduced an update to our NOMI framework, which we just published the uh, press release a week ago, and it accommodates face masks on individuals. So with this update, you know, our software now can provide accurate facial masking between a masked person and an unmasked photo, a masked individual and a masked photo, an unmasked individual and a masked photo, and an unmasked individual and an unmasked photo. Basically, it doesn't matter if you're wearing a mask or not when you enrolled, and if you're wearing a mask or not during the authentication check, our software can accurately match and review. What's great about it, it's not just an accurate match. During this process, we were able to learn and gain additional insight to improve the overall performance. So now our software has the ability to match individuals with or without masks, without reducing speed or accuracy, and without the need for customers to re-enroll in their database. So we're continually improving and optimizing technology. Uh, we were happen to be in a position where improving our technology, that's what we do, number one tenets. And we're still committed, and we are extremely committed to provide the highest level of secure and convenient mobile onboarding and passwordless authentication. So long story, but really had a focus on making sure our employees were safe and we could work remotely, safely, securely. Then we addressed this, which again, we have a team in place, so we're able to pivot. You know, Bob, over the years, we've had a lot of conversation about trends in our industry. And who would have thought that that would be one of the trends we'd be speaking about today? My, oh, my, what a year. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. I know it. <laughs> and every year, every year, our, our, our year in review survey highlights the, the real strong trend that educating the public about biometric authentication is, is critical to the future of cybersecurity at large. 
How have the past 12 months changed the mainstream perception around biometrics? And do you see, what do you see as the most important point on which to educate the public now? Well, we've seen a, the mainstream perception towards more acceptance and accelerated adoption. So again, if the people are able to opt in, we're seeing the adoption. Since the pandemic precipitated the need to interact with devices and not touch keyboards and, or other devices, the demand for contactless biometric solutions is up, you know, as we spoke a few minutes ago or a minute ago. But educating the public on the benefits of adopting biometrics is important. So it's not just during the pandemic, but the biometric solutions can add value for individuals. They can increase the safety and security of their passwords or password lists. So using biometrics, it's secure, it's effective way to remotely access accounts, complete transactions, authenticate. Also, you know, verify an identity or an individual without getting all of their information. It can increase convenience, security, and decrease the impact of a data breach. So whether it's used for account access and financial services or retail transactions or network or database accesses, it's really important that this is understood that it can address it in a touchless way. The applications are also a lot harder to breach and break into. And so we just need to continue to educate that you own your identity and it's important that you can use that to access this and, and do it in a safe and touchless manner. Well, and it's absolutely critical right now, especially with the most recent breaches in, in the U.S. and in Canada. Are you or your customers struggling to remotely open or access banking or financial accounts securely and conveniently through mobile devices? Identity theft and large-scale data breaches are more common than ever, and passwords can no longer meet the challenge of keeping our finances and accounts safe. Aware's Nomi offering aims to fix that by harnessing the security of biometrics with the convenience of mobile devices to grant access to financial assets without passwords. Nomi uses what is unique to your identity, your face and voice, to protect the identity and security of account holders. And with state-of-the-art passive liveness detection for both face and voice, Nomi stops fraud attempts dead in their tracks. For more about what Nomi can do to protect you or your company's financial security and enhance the mobile convenience of your customers, please visit www.aware.com today. And now, back to the podcast. I'd like to pivot a little now to talk about more uh, of some of the highlights around AWARE. And this year, AWARE's Capture Suite SDKs were deployed to secure borders in Europe. And AWARE has a long history as a trusted vendor in the government sector. We've spoken many times in the past about this. How have biometrics at the border evolved in recent years, not just in Europe, but in the U.S. as well? Well, pretty um, straightforward answer. I mean, we look at this, it's a trend, a growing market adoption in e-gates, which has seen an acceleration in interest recently due to the COVID-19 pandemic. And, you know, per the market news, and you can see that the airline segment is expected to grow gradually uh, starting this spring towards leveraging 
masks and no contact. So they're gonna, they're gonna be working to figure this out. We've also seen border entry points globally start to adopt facial biometrics. You know, captured facial image is at the entry point is used along with other information to facilitate air entry, boarding, uh, and the like. And the latest trends that we're starting to see is the use of a personal mobile smartphone to enable remote, unsupervised or unproctored visa applications, visa issuance, and face will likely be the biometric used in these systems as they evolve. And again, used in a proper manner like we're talking about can be extremely, extremely effective. Well, and, and as we spoke earlier too, uh, fraud is on the rise thanks to accelerated digital transformation and remote everything. And, and the biometric industry has embraced liveness detection as a response. AWARE's NOMI solution passed a third-party assessment confirming its compliance to level two of the ISO presentation attack standard. How important is the compliance when assuring against fraud and what still needs to be done in the ongoing digital security arms race? Well, a couple things. One, in interesting, ongoing digital security arms race. Is that attributed to you? Is that, is that your coined thing? That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort of describes really what's going on out there, isn't it? It, it does. But, but I have to say, compliance is an interesting topic. So it, it plays a, an important role in demonstrating which products or solutions on the market meet the current internationally agreed upon standards around any particular specific topic. So it's important because it levels a playing field, you know, so to speak, around enabling users and consumers of the technology in this particular case to easily know whether the minimum threshold has been met. So you mentioned um, the ISO presentation attack standard. Having a third party demonstrate the compliance of our solution was a way for the company and outsiders and groups outside of AWARE to easily see that our NOMI offering aligns with the standards for security around presentation attacks. Um, one thing during our release that we put out, uh, during the evaluation of AWARE's passive liveness technology, iBeta researchers conducted hundreds of presentation attacks using subjects, authentic biometric samples to create artifacts. These included high quality photos, 2D, 3D paper masks, videos, gel masks, latex, Silicon mass, mannequins, 3D animation software, none of these presentation attacks were successful. Earning an attack presentation classification error, false accept of 0%. So where achieved a perfect score against the strictest and most current requirements because we just accomplished it. You know that these standards continue to evolve as we go. So just we just finished this currently. So meeting these requirements demonstrates that AWARE's commitment to security it enables trust in our customers, their users, and the identity space as a whole, that we're a trusted, dedicated technology company, as well as an integrated solution partner. So if people are to use biometric authentication, they need to know it's secure. They need to know more is being done in the ongoing digital security arms race, as you call it. And we're deeply engaged in it at the ground floor. Well, you know, you mentioned the arms race comment, you know, and as you listed out all those different uh, presentation attack uh, styles, it really yeah. is one of those. It just is remarkable to hear you list all those out. 
And, and, and just recently, Aware acquired Maxar Technologies' APHIS suite of biometric products. How will this uh, acquisition affect Aware moving forward? Well, as I stated in our release, the AFIX edition extends the Aware Avis product family, you know, provides additional turnkey face and fingerprint biometric matching and forensic analysis software for entry level, small, medium sized law enforcement and government agencies. So, with this addition, the expertise, customer focused business model that we believe where is positioned for growth along a broad segment of Avis customers. And as I mentioned, small to large range of government agencies, multiple verticals. And, and this gives the company the ability to serve a much broader customer base from small localized systems to enterprise implementation that can scale to millions of identities. So it rounded us off um, nicely. Well, and, and from your perspective, how important are mergers and acquisitions uh, going to be in the current biometric landscape? And just as full disclosure, having gone through our own uh, acquisition, uh, we have been acquired by EH Media. I have, <laughs> I have very strong views on this particular topic, but, but what, what, what do you think is going to happen next as, as our industry continues to grow? Well, you know, as I mentioned earlier, and we've been talking here, digital transformation, remote onboarding, fraud prevention, and other significant trends in 2020 have been drive, driving to biometrics but also fragmenting the market more and more with no, what I'll say, no comprehensive solutions out there. M&A and strategic partnerships are more important now than ever to consolidate the fragmentation and provide market advancing solutions to enable safe and secure end-to-end -end transactions. Aware is gonna to continue to review these fronts, uh, which we believe will provide a valuable solution to the market in 2021. And we're gonna to continue to build on our strong biometric platform listen to our customers and address their challenges. So yeah, it's, there's a lot out there. And with the trend, as I mentioned earlier, going to um, unproctored or remote or using mobile, it's very important to look at the available companies and, what, um, and, and what's really happening out there given the adoption that looks like the consumers are willing to embrace at this point. Is your company struggling to provide secure and convenient access to a large remote workforce? With large-scale data breaches and fraud on the rise, providing secure access to your company's digital assets is of critical importance. And frequent password changes or static password management are no longer the best way to protect what matters most. Aware's Nomi offering harnesses the power of biometrics and everyday mobile devices to protect your company's sensitive data without the need for passwords. It uses a combination of face and speaker recognition to grant access to your workforce safely and conveniently. Nomi applies state-of-the-art liveness detection for both face and voice. Tested and confirmed as ISO compliant by an independent lab, it stops any fraud attempts dead in their tracks. Visit www.aware.com today to learn more about what Nomi can do for you. And now, back to the podcast. Okay, now let's take a little uh, look toward the future, if I may. As digital okay. transformation continues to help our society get back to the office, especially in the wake of coronavirus vaccinations, 
how do you expect the biometric industry to play a role in the everyday lives of users over the next, say, three to five years? Well, as, you, as we discussed and as we can see, the world is, is really experiencing unprecedented changes and we need to cope with um, those and associated COVID-19 pandemic. The biometric industry, I believe, has an important role to play, help keep people safe and enable near-term interactions without putting people at risk. So we're focused on providing digital biometric identity management services you can trust. And we continue to see a dramatic rise in touchless biometric solutions stemming from this pandemic. In addition to the safety that these solutions provide, the additional security value, there'll be a you know, that'll be continuing to be a major contributing factor in the adoption of biometrics, because along with that security, you can also have it frictionless or knock out some of the friction associated with remembering a password or identifying, you know, finding a password or multi, multi-level. It can be done with multi-level biometrics. So our goal is to bring these biometrics to life and to positively impact the world and enable people to own their identity. So as the adoption increases, we expect to see this goal become closer to reality. So over the next three to five years, adoption by end users, users will, we see, continue to increase. Uh, it'll spread into industry verticals that I think biometrics haven't been introduced quite yet. The trends by this pandemic, like making things touchless or contactless, aren't going to go away. You know, even with the vaccinations upon us, this means that trusted mobile enablement services such as onboarding and enrollment and authentication, verification, storage, even transaction solutions will continue to increase. So as it, you know, it's just like anything else, as it gets into your everyday use, it then expands and that's what we see happening. It's not gonna go away and as it becomes more everyday, like who would have thought there wouldn't be uh, keys on a phone years ago? So we just see it here to stay. Yeah, you know, and I like your comments about the mobile aspect of it as well. We've been really pushing the whole mobile revolution for the past seven or eight years. But right now, my goodness, it has really taken off. And I I also appreciated your comments about the new industries that are now being affected. And the one that really comes to mind for me is healthcare. And, And that's an industry we've been focusing on for about the last four years, but pretty heavily in the last two. Uh, and, and right now, they are faced with such extreme challenges with, again, remote everything, remote prescriptions. And this is an industry that's still using fax machines to relay data back and forth. So, you know, it's pretty significant challenges and, and really need companies like AWARE to help them through all of this type of, of, of really radical change that's going on right now. And, and, and just in, in summary, Bob, what can we expect to see from AWARE uh, moving forward o- over the next couple of years? Well, you know, we're going to continue to strive towards our vision of being uh, the company that I like to say brings biometrics to life. By positively impacting life through biometrics and enabling you to own your identity. So where has got a trusted family of offerings to empower users to own and control their identity minimize friction, ensure security 
maximize convenience, as well as being able to know your customer. So we've got a continued emphasis on improving our offerings technically as we just described uh, earlier, as well as making them easier to consume by anticipating the needs of the market. And then I look forward to being able to chat with you in the future as we bring out new offerings and exciting uh, marketplace for us to be. So glad we had this time to chat. Well, uh, thanks, Bob. And how can listeners get in touch uh, with you to find out more about uh, all the, uh, the topics we discussed during this episode? Well, listeners, you know, can learn more about AWARE at aware.com and also love to engage with listeners on social media. So we're at on Twitter, it's at Aware Biometrics and on LinkedIn is Aware Incorporated or Aware Inc. Thanks, Bob. And always such a pleasure to speak with you and look forward to a, a great 2021. No, appreciate it, Peter. You too. And so concludes Peter O'Neill's interview with Bob Eckel, CEO of AWARE. To learn more about the topics discussed in today's episode, visit aware.com. And to read about the 2020 Fine Biometrics Year in Review, including our expert analysis of the survey results, visit finebiometrics.com. I'd like to thank Bob for joining us on this episode of ID Talk, and thank you to Peter O'Neill for conducting the interview. Our podcast theme music is by Logamrad. I have been your host, Peter Counter. Thank you for listening to the ID Talk podcast. Mm-hmm.